This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. And welcome back to Halloween month. Scariest month of all, yeah. Halloween month. Halloween month, October. Man, November came so close to being Halloween month. Yeah, missed it by that much. Yeah, just a day. If uh, if October only had thirty days, boom, November. November first would be Halloween. November, you're you're a hundred percent spookier now. Yeah, now now you've got Halloween and Thanksgiving. Wow. Two of the funnest holidays. Man, Halloween Thanksgiving is such a great one two punch. Then then yeah. Christmas. <laughs> Man, October, November, December. Q four, baby. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. a what a quarter. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Especially compared to like Q one. Come on. January, February, March? I mean, I don't you? see what you have against uh, Dr. Martin Luther King or <laughs> Black History Month. Yeah, but th- those aren't like, you're not uh, eating candy or a bunch of food for those months, yeah, for those true. holidays. We're getting presents, baby. Yeah, we're getting presents. Um, Mar- you get presents still for Christmas? Yeah, I get presents. Yeah, I get presents for Christmas. My parents, uh, uh, I mean, they bestow lavish gifts <laughs> on me every year. I'm 36. Uh-huh. Every year, it's always like every it, year, a new model train. I think it's still like they they buy the same amount of of gifts for me. Oh every, no, my my than gift- they did like as they did when I was like five. Yeah, no, I get like a reasonable amount of gifts now. Well, guess a what? lot of what I get are like socks and undershirts. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, you were bad. <laughs> no, because like <laughs> your mom's like, I know you've been up no, because like that's what's useful. And like I've told everyone, like don't buy me clothes because like you buy, like you buy me clothes that I'm not gonna wear. I'm yeah. a very stylish man. I have a particular style I need to uphold. Blue plaid shirts. Blue plaid shirts. Uh, so so just socks and underwear, and you know those I go with the classics. Yeah. Hanes. Ooh, white socks? Hanes, yeah, white socks. Tidy whiteies? Uh, no, not tidy with boxer shorts. I mean, although, like, you know, we've had a, a, a plethora of underwear and sock sponsors throughout our, our days, and uh, those are always a lot better. So those are, usually I just wear those, like, three or four times. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put a pin in this because I want to say one thing. Uh, every single one of my uh, socks... Mm-hmm. has gotten a hole in it in the last month. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> socks that I've had for like five years. Uh-huh. Socks that I've had for five days. I think my feet might be growing. I think I'm walking oh, differently. Wow. But the thing I wanted to say is uh, yeah, my mom this year. Your gate. My mom this year uh, suggested like, hey, have out. Like, you know, I've always been saying like, stop getting me so many gifts. I'm not yeah. five years old. I'm, I'm almost 40. Yeah. Uh, and my mom suggested, hey, how about we like, you know, do very little presents this year. And it's like, great idea. But in my head, I was just like, God uh, damn it. In your head, you're like, ah, time, times are tough in our house. But Tom, look at this. I got I got a hole right here in this sock. Oh wow! This is one of my heftiest. That, heftiest I mean, yeah, socks. those are pretty. Those are those are decent. Those are hefty. Um, I have one pair of wool socks. It's too too it's hot, too hot to wear socks. right now. But like, it's the only thing that I'm not rubbing up against uh the, my shoe all day now. Uh, have you changed your shoes? No. Uh. I don't know what's happened. Uh, how aggressive are you at throwing out socks to get holes? 
Not enough, because like right now, <laughs> oh, I'd be, be left yeah, sockless. You'd be barefoot. Yeah, I'm just going to wear uh, flip flops to work every day. <laughs> uh, wow, then every day would be a vacation. That's true. And nobody at work would like you. <laughs> I do wear sunglasses indoors all day. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. fine. And I rarely, I sometimes take off my shirt, or I just leave a button down open all the way. I, uh, I've been more aggressive at throwing out things that get holes in them lately. Because it's like, well, I'm not going to repair this. Mm. This hole's just going to get worse. You're not going to get a darning kit? <laughs> no, I'm not going to darn anything. Um, no, and I've had too many embarrassing situations where I've shown up at somebody's house and completely understandably, they're like, oh, we're like a no-shoes house. And I'm like, oh, no problem. And I'm like, oh, I'm wearing my whole socks. Oh, yeah. no. Happens to me all the time now. Yeah, and they're like, oh, they're going to think I'm some kind of a uh, hobo or tramp walking around here with holy socks. They probably just think you're a guy who doesn't have your life <laughs> fully together, and you know what? Well, along those lines, one of the undershirts- If I, the sock fits. <laughs> one of the undershirts I brought, when we were in London last month, uh, one of the undershirts that I brought, like, had like a, uh, I, I clocked a small hole in the armpit, but somehow, I guess when it was washed- like the whole, it was like half the shirt wasn't there anymore. Mm. And by that point, I was like, well, I packed this shirt. I got nothing else to wear. I mean, you could have just bought an undershirt. It would have been like a dollar. Yeah. No, it would have been more than a dollar. A, a pound. Um, you know what? I didn't see any undershirt shops. I don't want, and then I had to figure out like UK sizes and stuff. Look, this is a little off topic, Tom. Mm -hmm. But I went and tried to buy something in the UK when I was there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, and I brought money that mm -hmm. I had uh, for like a year. You know, we right. got it from like uh, merchandise at our shows mm -hmm. last year. I tried to buy a beer at a bar. Yeah. Um, and I gave them a $5 note, a mm -hmm. five pound note. Yeah. And the guy laughed at me and he was like, we don't take these. And apparently they only take the plastic ones now. Oh, like, really? They happened that quickly? And they're just like, oh, yeah. It, but like... It's like, I don't know, a year ago these were fine, like they were, they were legal tender. Like, yeah. I get it, you could be like, he's like, you gotta go to the bank, mate. Yeah. You know, like like real condescending. Yeah. Like, you gotta go to the bank, mate, and get these uh, uh, switched out. Well, you should have said, well, it's a bank holiday, mate. Yeah. they always have bank, there's so many bank holidays. It's a holidays. bank holiday, friggin' every week, yeah. though. What are these bankers doing? Going on holiday. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's not a, a good holiday, like... Halloween. <laughs> right. Uh, I was going to say, too, like, American currency, like, I can show up somewhere with, like, Confederate dollars, and they'll be like, eh, we'll take it. Yeah, maybe. Like, you get, you, they take old money. Like, yeah. you'll sometimes... Not Confederate money. Not Confederate money, but, but sometimes you'll get, like... You uh, collect Confederate <laughs> money and a lot of uh, Tim, relics from the Tim, Confederacy, right? It's not even funny to joke about. Uh... No, but like sometimes you'll get like a quarter or something, uh, or like a dollar bill. You also collect a It'll lot of World like, War Two no, uh, memorabilia. It. It'll be like from the seventies or something, and it's like, nah, they'll still take it. Yeah, that's true. You can use a lot two dollar the bills. They'll be like, hell yeah, I'll take this. It's probably more valuable than even its face value. Yeah, uh, like a, give uh, somebody a penny from nineteen twenty six. They'll be like, please. Yeah, or like a Kennedy dollar or something. What was okay. Kennedy coin? Kennedy quarters. 
Let they me put dimes. Can- yeah, dimes. Something. They put candy on something for like a little while. And John Kennedy? Like, yeah. Hmm. And then they were like, hey, he hasn't been dead long enough. Take him off. Jack? I call him Jack. Jack. Yeah. Jack Kennedy? Jack Kennedy. Yeah, he was on some of these coins or something. Something like that. Yeah, Who probably. knows? Yeah. Anyway, it's Halloween month. Halloween month on the Complete Guide to Everything, Tom. We have a spooky one uh, <laughs> loaded up. Tim, we, yeah. We're we're tackling one of uh, history's greatest monsters. Absolutely, a yeah. monster, Tom. Yeah, and it's a monster, and then there's also a doctor associated. Well, so to be clear, we should say, uh, well, it's Frankenstein. You've already seen yeah. it. it's Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, that, for the sake of clarity, we'll be calling the doctor who created Frankenstein Frankenstein. And we'll be calling the monster he created Frankenstein. Okay. Just for the sake of clarity. So what you did, you read the book... uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein by... uh, Mary Shelley. Mrs. uh, Mary Mary Shelley. Shelley. Yes. Um, And that is her married name. I watched the movie Frankenstein Mm -hmm. uh, from 1931 because I didn't want to read a book. Yeah. And Tom, you're like From 1931. I, yeah, that's when the movie came Almost, out. Almost uh, a hundred damn years ago. Yeah, uh, and uh, wow, yeah, really, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, 87 years ago, I guess. Yeah, close. Very close. Uh, but uh, uh, it's it's very different. And you were just like, uh, I'm going to read the book and, yeah, and purist give a book report. <laughs> and and I was like, I'll watch the movie, and that'll be a good counterpoint. And then you were like. Uh, you were like, you should watch the one that came out uh, recently. I Frankenstein. No, I think was? maybe it's the one where like De Niro plays the monster. Is that one? Yeah, I think Coppola made it. Oh yeah. I think it's called Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Right from yeah. the '90s. I Frankenstein, which I looked up uh, with Aaron Eckhart, um, is like a sequel to Frankenstein, kind of. And and it's actually, from what I read, like, I mean, it seems like it was a pretty bad book, but it was like a fairly, no, I guess it introduced like a bunch of like magic and stuff. Yeah, you probably like that. No, I don't like magic. What do you like? I like, to be clear, I like magic, but I don't like magic. You like magic tricks. You like magicians. I like magicians. I don't like magic. Who's your favorite magician? Lance Lance Burton? (laughs) No, it's not Lance Burton. It's uh, oh, the, Valentino. The, the, no, the Pendragons. No, it's Valentino. That son of a... He, he sold <laughs> that out... turncoat. He broke the code, Tom. He broke the magician's code week after week. And that's what I like about him. He let me in. Yeah. You know what? He made it accessible for everybody. Uh, but yeah, I Frankenstein actually seemed like it was fairly accurate to, like, to where it left, where it picked up from the story. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, uh, you named these movies that I should watch, and I was like, I'm going to watch uh, the original 1931 Frankenstein because guess what? What? It's 70 minutes long. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's the ideal length of a movie. Actually, it's a little back... bloated in parts, to be honest. <laughs> That's back when like uh, making a movie any longer was a fire hazard because of the uh, the silver nitrate yeah, you, in you the film. Yeah, you couldn't have that much <laughs> It's like, that's too much film. Were you trying to set the whole damn town on fire? Yeah, and then, uh, you know, the townspeople were trying to set the whole damn town on fire, but we'll in get the movie, to that. yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. That didn't happen in the book, Tom. I feel like the book is way different from the movie that we all know and love. The book's way different. I think so. I haven't seen the 30s movie. Should we start with the book? Should I tell you about the book? And yeah. How the book worked? Sure. So the book starts with this guy. Oh, what's his name? He's Victor a- Frankenstein. No. Uh, I think his name's Captain Walton, but I call him Captain No Friends. Because uh, he didn't have any friends. He didn't have any friends. Uh, guess what? I bet he'd be like, uh, my books are my friends. No, I don't think he even read. No, nah, yes. he read. He was Cap- a pretty smart no, sea guy. Sea captains don't read. They no. they only read the charts. No, but listen, this guy was an explorer. He was he was trying to get to the North Pole to explore. He's one of those kinds of captains. Okay. He wasn't like a pirate or or whatever you think or a war captain. I just thought he was a guy on the high seas doing whatever. Maybe he, a deadliest a, catch type of. Is this a deadliest catch situation? No, they weren't even fishing or nothing. Hmm. They were just like, let's go and it, it, you know, it's like the 1700s. Nobody knows what the hell's out anywhere. Why don't we? Hey. Might as well be us. Let's go explore the North Pole. All right. So Captain No Friends is somehow well read. Yeah. Well, he's trying to get to the North and Pole. And the reason why I call him to Ca- kill Santa Claus. No, the reason why I call him Captain No Friends is this guy. Like the whole beginning of the book, he's just like, oh, like I have no friends. Like nobody understands me. He's very emo for being a, a sea captain. Well, I mean, uh, sea captain's a pretty good job for an emo fella. Yeah, but he's got like a whole crew. It's like, be friends with your crew, man. No, you can't be friends with them. <laughs> You're their leader. You have to be an authority yeah, figure. Yeah, but you can like, you can do... No dancing on the deck. Good <laughs> dancing. So anyway, they're they're trying to explore the North Pole, and then they see like a, a guy, I think he's... Yeah, I think the first guy, he, he's got, like, uh, dogs and stuff on a sled, but he's, like, gigantic. On a ship? No, out on the, they get stuck in the ice. Oh, you didn't mention that. Well, they're going to the North Pole, and he sees a guy on a, on a sled. Hey, nowadays, it would just be smooth sailing, right? It's true. Global warming. Mm. Climate change. 2040 seems to be the... The, the new uh, drop-dead date. Yeah. Well, this takes place in the 1700s, so they oh, have to worry. Not Everything's, a... Not a Everything twinkle in their eye. Everything's still real cold then. Cool. Um, Must be nice. So he sees this giant guy uh, on like a dog sled. He's like, "Whoa, look at the size of that fella!" Um, and then like a few hours later, they find another fella, but he's like uh, on an iceberg and almost dead. And they're like, "Let's get that guy." And that guy's Victor Frankenstein. The doctor. Doctor Franken. Doctor Victor Frankenstein. Can I tell you something? Yeah. In the movie, they rename uh, Victor Frankenstein, and they they name him uh, Henry Frankenstein. Hank Frankenstein, nice to meet you. Hank Frank, yeah. (laughs) Hank Frank. It's me, Hank Frank. (laughs) Uh, It's because they uh, thought uh, audiences would not sympathize with a man named Victor. (laughs) Eh, They're not entirely off base. I don't know. I've known a couple of Victors. They've seemed nice. Um, This guy, uh, oh, shit. That reminded me of an interesting fact that I read about why his name was Victor. Because he won. It was something like that. Like, Mary Shelley took a lot of stuff from Paradise Lost, apparently, hmm. for this book. But uh, Did you ever read Paradise Lost? No. Why not? Too long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if it's long. It just <laughs> <laughs> It's an epic poem. Yeah. So it's got to be long. Yeah, but a long poem yeah, can just exactly. be like five pages and be like, yeah, that's pretty long for a poem. Yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so he's like, hey, they get that guy up from the iceberg. He's going to die. So they get him up, and uh, it's Victor Frankenstein. He's like, oh, woe is me. 
And this guy immediately is like, oh, good, another sad guy. This guy's my best new friend. Yeah, we can play cards together. The two of them. play solitaire in the same room. The two of them really uh, hit it off. And then uh, Victor Frankenstein's like, I'll tell you my, my tale of woe. And then so uh, Vic tells him about how. Oh, this whole story's a flashback? Yeah, it's an envelope story. An envelope story. So it like it begins and ends on the ship. Ah. With like, you know, Victor being like, here's what, here's my sad tale. Like the Princess Bride. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Classic envelope situation. So Victor's like, ah, when I was a young boy, my, uh, my, my aunt died. And then uh, her husband was like, well, I don't want to raise a baby. I want to go get married to some other lady who's not going to die. So they send... Or uh, who hasn't died yet. Because, <laughs> uh, 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 look, fellas, any lady <laughs> you meet, she's eventually going to die. Yeah, don't listen to those women out there that tell you they're immortal. Yeah, they're 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 looking for something they're, and they're nothing yeah, but trouble. Yeah, they're as mortal as the next lady. Huh. So uh, he dumps his kid, this the the his uncle, with uh with Victor's family. But Victor's family's like, great, we have a five year old boy and this infant cousin will raise as a sister and then when they're old enough they can marry each other. Hmm. Was this in the day of the days of dowries? Because they're missing out, uh, missing out on a di- dowry if you're uh marrying your child <laughs> to an adopted uh child. Yeah. You got to pay yourself goats and stuff? No, I think that's probably why they were doing it. They were like, well, we'll adopt the kid, but we're not going to pay some other suckers a dowry. Oh, yeah, that's We'll true. just have uh, him, we'll just have her, her marry our son. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be fine because they're not actually brother and sister. They're just first cousins. Yeah. It's the 1700s. Nobody. <laughs> it's the 1700s. It's fine. Um so they like grew up together as brother and sister, and they and they really get along. They really. What's her name? Elizabeth. Hmm, okay. Is she in the movie? Yeah, I think so. Uh, but I don't think she's his cousin. <laughs> his cousin who is. Are they rich? Is the dad's name yeah. Baron? Is he's not named Baron? I don't think, but he is a Baron. Basically, this whole. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe that's. <laughs> maybe I misunderstood. <laughs> this whole freaking book is about a spoiled little rich brat. That's what I, this is exactly my note, Tom. I took notes for this movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, is Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein, just an entitled rich kid who's bored as hell? Yeah, Because all 100%. he does is just like, yeah, what else am I going to do? 100%. Like when he's a kid, he reads all these like old books about uh, like doctoring and stuff. And it's all, you know, hocus pocus nonsense. And then when he gets to college, they're like, oh, that was all hocus pocus nonsense. Why why were you reading those old books? Now, now you know, it's the 1700s. We have modern technology like leeches and stuff. You got to get with the with the new times. Uh, so he goes to college and he learns all the new stuff. And he's like, great. I'm going to marry my, my sister. Everything's going like gangbusters for me. I got a good friend. Um but it's not enough for me. I'm going to try and uh, mix the old ways with the new ways and make a man, make a person. Just out of boredom. Just out of boredom. Because like, he, he doesn't have to earn a paycheck. Well, might as well uh, go off on a creative endeavor against God. Hey, maybe <laughs> I'll try to become God himself. Yeah. 
Because yeah, I deserve there's, it. There's no real, like, uh, he's not doing this, like, uh, to try and get a job somewhere or anything. He's just bored. And he's like, I'm going to try and uh, create life. Uh, but it's a little. Tom, tr- did he study under uh, Dr. Waldman? Mm. There's this doctor. All the men in this movie look exactly the same, <laughs> except for they all look like Frankenstein. No, Frankenstein's the one outlier. I, okay. I could I could follow it when Frankenstein was on the screen. And to be Everybody clear, when we just... say Frankenstein, we mean Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, of course, that's what we've, we've established. Uh, everybody else just looks like a black and white man from the from the 1930s. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think there was, maybe, maybe that was his name. There was like a, a professor as like very encouraging of him, but mm. I don't think he really knew like, uh, this guy's going to go try and make a man. They're very sketchy in the book about how he makes a man. Right. Like they, they, and actually I think it's good that they kind of leave the details out. There's no like lightning and stuff. He says he cobbles together pieces from like. The morgue and the slaughterhouse, or something. The slaughterhouse. Yeah. Does, so is it's it implied. Part it's implied that he's part animal, mm. but also that because like making a person's a little difficult. He had to like uh, he couldn't get like the vein. It was, like you know veins and stuff like that. It's too much work. So he made the man like a little bit bigger. So that's why Frankenstein's like eight feet tall, just so like he could get his hands in there easier. But you still need parts. Yeah. But what did he it, bolster yeah. it with, like foam rubber? It's not real clear. He has watery white eyes. Okay, so do so do I, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> Frankensteinly, uh, and he's got yellow skin, pull, barely pulled over the muscles in his body. Jaundiced. Yeah, but like it's not real clear. Like, are some of those like, you know, like cow muscles and stuff? Yeah. And, like, what's the yellow skin? Is that just, like, a tarp he found or something? It might just be, you know, skin. <laughs> Again, it's not real clear. It might be, like, you know, the, the rotting flesh, right? But it's not rotting. It's fine. It's just yellow. I mean, when he found it, it was uh, off a dead person. It's not real clear what the, what the skin's made out of. It might be parchment paper. Hmm. Paper mache, maybe. It could be. It could That'd be. be a lot less scary if. Uh, well, he wouldn't be able to move as easily once man. he dried. He'd be like in a cast. Yeah. Be like a guy in traction. Uh, so Victor starts fucking around, making a making a monster. Okay. With no real, and then the monster comes to life, and he freaks out and like runs away immediately. But that was the whole point. Yeah, I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, you... sometimes you do something and you think it's gonna be. It's like the time I, uh, I tried to make one big Swedish fish out of a, a bunch of little Swedish fish by melting it on the, on the stove. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ultimately, not successful. But if it had been successful, what what was I gonna do with that? Right. So a lot of ways, you're like Victor Frankenstein. Yeah, it was a good experiment. This episode of the Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Sakara. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Sakara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Sakara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials 
like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom, to mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, well, I, I could, tried some I of this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this Saqqara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to saqqara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Saqqara.com slash guide. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look, well, now that now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com. That's F-R-A-M dot com and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring the complete guide to everything. All right. So, uh, Victor Frankenstein, he like runs away. The mon, the mon, the monster comes to life and he gets spooked. He gets Frankenstein comes to life. Frankenstein bolts. Yeah, and then I, not bolts in his neck. <laughs> right. Those were electrodes, and that was only in the movie. Right. In the in the book, it's unclear what gives him life. It's a secret method. Um, Mary Shelley didn't want it getting out, and then everybody started bringing right. men to life. Um. Men or abominations is what I ask. Yeah. So then I think Victor comes back for, yeah, Victor comes back and he's like, get out of here. You're a monster. He comes back. Yeah. He leaves. He comes comes back. back And and now the monster is like alive and walking around. Germany? Yeah, Germany. Okay. And he's like, get out of here. And then Victor runs away again because he's kind of scared too still. Is he like... Secluded in like uh, an old uh, watchtower or something. No, he's like in a town. He's, no, just, he's like, just right in the thick yeah, of it. Just, like somebody's like, "Quiet down in there, Victor." Yeah. So then Victor runs into. Yeah, so, sounds like he's raising the dead over there. <laughs> well, so then he runs into his friend Henry, and his friend Henry's like, "Hey, uh, Henry in the movie, Doctor Henry oh, yeah, Frankenstein." His best friend was named Victor. Is that true? Very confusing. <laughs> uh, and, they, uh, and Henry's like, hey, man, like, uh, I want to see your place. And Victor's like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, my place. Yeah, of course, sure. And in, and in his mind, he's like, oh, God, I got a fucking abomination. Oh, this I made. sounds like a classic sitcom situation. <laughs> right. Well, it gets even better because, you know, they get right up to the door and he's like, uh, and it opens up. 
and the monster's gone. Yeah, he's all nervous, and then the monster's not even there. And that Henry behind the drapes. And, yeah, uh, and that, behind the shower. Yeah, curtain. And, and Henry's doing the sitcom thing of like, hey, you seem real nervous. What were you expecting somebody in here? He's like, oh no, no, no. Yeah, and he's checking behind the shower curtain and everything. Right. This is the first time Victor. So Victor is so upset about this that that the monster he told to go away went away and ran away. This is the first of many nervous breakdowns he has. This one lasts for four months, during which Henry is his nurse. Okay, that makes sense. So, like, basically, a guy. Look, people like, had. Ner- it was the 1700s. People <laughs> had nervous breakdowns all the time, and whoever was with you, yeah. well, you were then in their care. It would be like if if you called me up and you were like, uh, "Hey, you want to get a beer?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." I came and met up with you and got a beer, and then you're like, "Hey, I want to borrow that book you have. Can I go back to your house and get it?" I was like, "Oh, sure." And then once I got here, I had a nervous breakdown and made you take care of me for four months. Yeah, I mean, I could see that happening. <laughs> um, so then, like, uh, what happens? Uh, then, then I think he gets better, and he's like, whew, really dodged a bullet there. Uh, let me go home. He was away at college at this point. I forget where. Is he a boy? Were these people boys? No, he's like, but he's like college age. He's like early 20s. Where's Elizabeth in all of this? Elizabeth's back home pining, waiting for him. Okay. And he's, you know, sending letters or whatever. Uh, So he goes back. That happens in the movie, too. I I think this is in Sweden, and then he goes back home to Germany. So he made the monster in Sweden. I think so. Hmm. Um, He goes, or Switzerland, maybe. One of those two. They're very different countries, Tom. (laughs) Maybe it was Switzerland. It was Switzerland. Yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, he goes back to Germany, and uh, he's like, huh. You know who else couldn't tell the difference between Sweden and Switzerland? Who? Uh, President George W. Bush. Huh. Yeah. Just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> he always got him confused because he wasn't... He's not a smart man, Tom. Not a smart man. <laughs> That's my GW impression. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, he goes back home and he's like, everything's hey, everybody, I'm I'm home for a visit. Everything's fine. I ain't create an abomination. And then all of Do a they sudden, believe him. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the, but then all of a sudden they're like, the worst thing has happened. Your your sickly brother who was sickly growing up, but now he's fine. But no, he's not fine because they just found him. He's been killed. Oh, no. And right away, Victor's like, oh, I bet it was a fucking monster. That I came all the way from Switzerland? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't know how, but I bet he it's a it damn bones. monster. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're like, don't worry, Victor. Even though your brother's been killed, uh, they found the, the perpetrator. It was your sister, not Elizabeth, a different sister. I think her name is Margaret. Do okay. Did did they disclose any of this at this point? Like before this point? Wait a minute. Oh yeah, they had these other siblings. Yeah, uh, I, feel I skipped like, it. I feel like <laughs> e- books in the seventeen hundred, like in the seventeen hundreds, were like the first three chapters were just family trees, just like going through like. Eh. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this was, which was why I glossed read the over the Bible. It. People begetting people for freaking pages and pages. Uh, uh Enough with the beginning. So they have to. They go and visit Margaret in jail, and she's like, "I didn't do this." And everybody, and like Elizabeth's like, "I think you might have." And then she's like, "No, I didn't." Elizabeth's like, "All right, I can see. I believe you now." Uh, Thanks and, for going through that whole thing. And Victor's like, "I don't think. 
I think you're innocent too. And he's like, I think it was my monster that did this, but he doesn't tell anybody that. Right. Uh, keeps it pent up. Ke- keeps it pent up. Uh, and it, honestly, I would think that's just paranoia. What? Right? Like you happen to create this monster and then you go hundreds of miles away. Right. And you're just like, oh, anything that bad, anything bad that happened must have been this monster. Like, right. Come on, man. Take a nap. Well, so then, so they execute uh, Margaret <laughs> for for killing. What was the evidence? <laughs> no evidence. Okay. Oh, uh, because she had the locket that William wore in her pocket when they picked her up. Uh, uh, which we find out later, the monster slipped in her pocket. Wow, this, he slips a, a locket in her pocket. This monster, by the way, the way he's described, he's like a next level Batman with like how he's able to like lurk around unseen and slip things in people's pockets and watch people. But even though he's eight feet tall and yellow, nobody sees him. Maybe he can blend in with the sun. What son? His son? The son. Oh, the, the yellow son. son. Oh, the yellow Earth, son. Earth's yellow son. Um, so, uh, uh, maybe always oh, traveled near a school bus. <laughs> they didn't have those back then. Uh, I forget what I like. So I think he, yeah, like Victor knows it's him, and but he doesn't tell anyone. He just lets his sister be executed. Rather than being like, I mean, like, if he's uh, like, no, I created a monster, they'd be like, no, you didn't. Well, or he could be like, I did it. Then he would be executed. Yeah, but that'd be better than. Then his who's going to stop the monster? True. So, um, look, his sister Margaret, mm-hmm. collateral damage, it buys him time to find this monster. Well, so then I, I forget if he goes back to Switzerland or he stays where he is, but uh, the monster comes to him. Like the monster comes in, he's like, "Oh, you goddamn monster! You you killed my my brother, and caused the indirectly caused the death right. of my sister, and, and caused the death of my sister." And then the monster is like, "Yeah, well, you're you're no." Uh, Does the monster talk? Yeah, the monster is very articulate. Really? Yeah, oh. and the monster is like, "You you suck! You're an asshole! I'm gonna mm. let me tell you what I've been through." You find out after the monster ran away. He went and found like a house and he just like hid in like uh, like an old part of the house or something. And he just watched this family and he learned English from them. How oh. long was how long did this happen for? Maybe like six months. Okay. He stole Victor's diary when he ran away too. Mm. People it- should stop keeping diaries. <laughs> well, and that's how he knew where Victor was exactly. from. Exactly. There's too much uh, information in a diary. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Frankenstein just like hangs out in the woods watching this family. He learns English. He learns, uh, like a bunch of stuff and he's like, oh man, like I wish, uh, I could be, you know, a person. And then one day the family goes away and the dad's blind conveniently. So Frankenstein sees his chance and he goes to the guy and he's like, hello, I'm just a regular man. Uh, ah. And he's talking with him. Taking advantage of the blind. <laughs> yep. He is. And he's talking with the guy for a while and they're like really hitting it off. And then all of a sudden the family comes home and they lose their minds because, you know, they come inside and they're like, oh, who's... we're sighted people. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, dad, who's your new friend? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a monster. Uh, so Frankenstein runs away and now he's like super pissed because he's learned how to talk. He's learned how to read. He's very smart now. He just wants to be included with the gang. 
And he's like, why'd this asshole make me if this is, you know, my fate? I'm going to go, uh, let me check in his diary where he lives. I'm going to go kill his brother. <laughs> Did he think it was him? Who? No, it was some... Frankenstein. And I of think course, it... I mean the monster. Yeah. I can't imagine his eyesight's all that great. No, it was something like uh, the brother's like, unhand me. My my brother is Dr. Frankenstein. You have no idea who you're messing with. Or he, I think he tells him his dad's Alphonse Frankenstein. Mm. He's like he's a baron. Yeah, he's like my dad's a big deal, and he's like Frankenstein. That's my name, but also the name of the man who made me. And he just Frankenstein. Why did you say that name? (laughs) And he just chokes the life out of him because he's Uh, so mad. Yeah. And then he he goes and tells. This uh, is why I'm glad I'm not a hulking strong man. (laughs) Uh, I get so mad, and I just choke the life out of people. So he he goes back to, you know, and then we come back. There's an envelope within an envelope, and we come back to him. He's like, and that's what happened to me, Dr. Frankenstein, and now I'm real pissed at you for making me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's my demand. You got to, uh, and this is where I would say, where I would argue, Frankenstein was, is the world's most famous incel. So Frankenstein's like, look, no women <sighs> want me. You got to make me uh, a woman. Make me a bride of Frankenstein. A bride of Frankenstein. Like, that's what I want. And, and make her have crazy hair. He, he he specifically was like, and you better make her real ugly like me. So Did he say that? Yeah. Like, so no other so man, no other man want wants her. So she has to be with me. And uh, if you don't do that, uh, boy, howdy, I'm going to, I'm going to, rip you limb from limb dr frankenstein i'm gonna not even that i'm gonna do that to all the people you love frankenstein's like uh, dr frankenstein's like i'm not gonna do that and he's like well if you don't i'll be with you on your wedding night uh that's, you know, a, that's a threat it, it was a direct threat um so how does uh, uh dr frankenstein uh respond to this threat he runs away <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> he, he's, he's like, ah, I could do that. I could make a bride of Frankenstein. Or I could just sk- get out of here. I could just uh, sail to England. Skedaddle. He went to England? Yeah. Uh, so he goes to England. And in his head, he thinks, well, maybe the monster will leave her. An accident will kill him. <laughs> Before he, like... Wait, really? He thinks an accident will kill I mean, I'm sure he's pretty clumsy. No, this Frankenstein, he's, like, running up mountains and stuff. Jeez. He's um, created a monster. He really has. So then uh, 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 Dr. Frankenstein's buddy's like, oh, you're going on a trip? I'll come with you. I'll tag along. This is uh, Henry? A different guy. This is uh, Percival or something? Hercival? Cercival? Something like that. Another Did you guy. read the book, Tom? I read the book, but all these names got real confusing, <laughs> especially the two Frankensteins. Yeah, that's to reread a lot of paragraphs, I bet. Um, so he's like, uh, yeah, I'll come with you. And they go to Edinburgh, which actually I thought was interesting because they were, the two of them were basically like, uh, Edinburgh's too new and fancy. We don't really like it. When we went there, Tom, it was old. <laughs> yeah, it was super old. And but, dirty. But they're like, ah. It wasn't fancy at all. Yeah. But they're like, ah, you know, it's charming. They have this like cool new castle up there, but ah, too much. Um, and, uh, but. I thought that castle was nice. I did too, but Dr. Frankenstein didn't. And Doctor Frankenstein's like ah, stuck up little rich kid. He's like, I gotta, I gotta blow off my friend here because like I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do. Am I gonna make a bride of Frankenstein or not? So he tells his friend like, I gotta get out of here. 
uh, he goes to like a little hovel and he's like, all right, I'll start making another Frankenstein. For the one to have sex with? Yes. And then mm-hmm. like as he's making the Frankenstein, he's like, uh, there's somebody in the window. It's Frankenstein. He's looking through the window like, oh, what, what you got cooking in there? And he gets so mad. I don't know why. I guess he just got mad He's that he got followed he again. Oh, wait, who? <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein okay. now. So Dr. Dr. Frankenstein's pissed at Frankenstein. Doctor, followed him? Yeah, and Dr. Frankenstein's like, like, dude, I'm doing it. Just leave me alone for well, a minute. So he gets so mad, he just rips the woman apart that he's making. <laughs> And Frankenstein comes in. He's like, ooh, boy, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, now I'm real mad. Dr. Frankenstein is like, all right. And then Frankenstein runs off. Dr. Frankenstein's like, all right, I got to get rid of this potty. If somebody comes in here and they see this torn apart woman in here, they're not going to know I was trying to make a person. They're going to think yeah. I killed somebody. Yeah. He's like, uh, I'll, I'll, he's in Scotland. He's like, I'll go uh, take a raft out and dump the body in the, in the ocean. Did Frankenstein... And of course, I mean the monster. Mm-hmm. Did Frankenstein, Swim? the doctor, what? Put a wiener on him? Uh, unclear. Okay. So it might have been like a pig's wiener or something. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like a curly cue kind of thing. <laughs> That's not what a pig's wiener is like. <laughs> Tim, once again, you're mistaking a pig's tail for its wiener. Uh, Doctor Frankenstein, he goes out on a on a raft to like get rid of the uh, the uh, the lady Frankenstein he made. All of a sudden, this numbskull he looks up and he's like, "Oh, damn it! Which which the hell way is back to shore?" Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> he stinks. He's a moron. He loses track of Frankenstein right away, and then like Frankenstein gives him like very clear ultimatums, and he's like, "All right, I'll listen." And then he's like, "No, nah, you're watching. I'm gonna rip it apart." Anyway, Dr. Frankenstein, like, uh, you know, he's out to sea, and then all of a sudden he washes up, but he's in Ireland. And the people are like, oh, man, boy, we're mad at you. And they're like, and he's like, why? And they're like, you killed this guy. You're, you know, you're the only new guy in town. You must have killed this guy. We're going to take you to court. And back then, like, they didn't really have evidence for anything. So one, I guess one. Yeah, of, they killed that lady Margaret <laughs> for no reason. Because she had a locket in her pocket. I guess one of the ways, one of the things they would do if you were suspected for murder is that they would take you uh, to the body and then be, and then, like, take like, the cover off and be like, now let's watch and see if mm. he's like, ha, that's. Oh. You rub your hands together? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. But they, they take it off, and it's his friend, Cercival, or whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. and That's Cercival. Yeah, and Tim, you wouldn't guess how Victor Frankenstein responds to this, but he has a nervous breakdown again. Brother. He has another nervous breakdown for two months in the jail, where like they take care of him and stuff just so they can hang him. They want him to be like within his right mind before they hang this guy. Mm-hmm. He's finally like better, and uh, he's like, ah, good news, I'm better. And they're like, cool, we'll hang you probably later today then. <laughs> but then they're like, ah, oh, there's a visitor for you. And he's like, oh, no, it's Frankenstein. Don't, which, it's not Frankenstein. Of course it's not Frankenstein. Nobody else has seen Frankenstein. Uh, it turns out it's his dad to bail him out of jail again. Uh, Baron Alphonse Frankenstein? Yeah. Frankenstein? Uh, so he, 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 he bails him out of jail. Um, and, uh, then, uh, Tom, did you read the book? No, I'm trying to remember like the order of things. 
Like, because I think somebody... Did no. they say he had affluenza and that's why he did this? <laughs> no, I think he, he like, didn't know any better. He he's, gets, he's a scamp. He gets Frankenstein out of jail. Or the doctor. doctor Frankenstein out of jail. They go back to Germany, I think. And he's like, all right, you know what? Frankenstein said he would be with me on his wedding night. I'm going to pull a fast one on him and get married to Elizabeth right away. Mm. And then... Because of that, through that loophole, he'll never be able to come after us again as soon as the wedding night is over. Yeah. yeah. So now, uh, Dr. Frankenstein, he's like with his wife right before they get married, and he's like, uh, I just got to go take a look outside real quick because I, I have a bad feel. I, I'm not going to tell you what's going on. And by this point, Elizabeth's like, oh, you're having an affair, aren't you? Like, you're, you're being so cagey he and you're like come clean traveling about around the world. He doesn't come clean to anybody about Frankenstein. The monster. <laughs> the monster. So uh, he's like, oh, I just got to go outside real quick. And, you know, and in his mind, he's like, I know that fucking Frankenstein's outside. Uh, but he's like, oh, just, you know, make sure everything's all right. <laughs> He goes outside, and then, like, pretty much as soon as he gets outside, he hears a, a scream, and it's Elizabeth. And he looks in through the me- uh, through the window, and Elizabeth's dead on the bed, and Frankenstein's the uh, monster. Frankenstein, the monster, is standing over, her, pointing at her, <laughs> just like showing Doctor Frankenstein, like, yeah, that was me. I did that. Uh, by the time he comes running back inside, the Frankenstein's monster is gone again. Man, this guy is bad at keeping track of this monster. <laughs> this guy's so bad. Uh, yeah, that he. This monster's out of control at this he point. He slips in and out like like the and wind. And what is this friggin' guy so mad about? He's he's just mad that there's not a lady Frankenstein. Yeah, and he's he's already talked to him again about like, listen, pal, we had a deal. Make me a lady Frankenstein because right. nobody else wants me. Um. Uh, Alphonse Frankenstein so upset he just the Baron. Di- yeah, he just dies. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of people in this book that like just die because they're very the upset. 1700s. <laughs> yeah, um, people died of upset all the time. Uh, and then uh, uh, you know now Doctor Frankenstein's like you know fuck this guy. So many people have died. I'm gonna go kill him. And uh, and Frankenstein the monster. Like leaves him a note. He's like, "Come and get me." By the way, now I have guns. I have guns and daggers. Really? Yeah. They had guns back then. Apparently. Wow. And now the rest of the book is just uh, uh, Doctor Frankenstein chasing Frankenstein throughout Europe. That's pretty cool. And he's always like a, a day behind him, and then uh, you know, finally he almost catches him, and uh, and that's when the ship picks him up. But he's very upset, and he tells the ship captain the whole thing. And then, he, because he's so upset, he just dies. And then Frankenstein, <laughs> yeah, Doctor Frankenstein just uh. dies from being upset. Oh, but not before. So they're like trapped in ice, and all the men are like, "Ah, we should go back south. Like this is crazy. We're all gonna die." A bunch of them had already died. Yeah, Doctor, so they were Fra- probably pretty upset, and then they died. Yeah, and Doctor Frankenstein comes upstairs from below deck where he's you know having a nervous breakdown like always. <laughs> And he and he calls all the men cowards for wanting to go back, and they're all like, "All right, I guess you're right." And then he goes back downstairs and dies himself anyway oh, from just like p- 
being tired. And then when the ship captain comes downstairs, who's standing over his body but Frankenstein the monster? Whoa. Who slipped into the boat now. Wow, this guy is wily. Yeah, and he's like, hey, I know you. You're Frankenstein the monster. And he's like, this guy is sucked. This guy's this a This is not like the Frankenstein of cinema <laughs> at all. Yeah, and Frankenstein the monster is like, this guy sucks. He's a real piece of shit. He made me, but he made me too ugly. Um, uh, involuntarily celibate. And I hate it. And, you know... Uh, but you know what? At the end of the day, I killed everybody this guy cared about, and now he's dead. And uh, actually, at the end of the day, I'm still pretty upset about this. I'm just gonna go kill myself. What does he do? Just go he into just the like, icy waters? Yeah, he just like wanders off. All right. And the end. Question mark. Yeah. Nobody ever explains who gave Frankenstein a jacket, though. Did he have a jacket? Uh, he had a jacket in the movie. They yeah, don't really nice say blazer. What, yeah, they don't really say what he... And, like, that would have to be a custom fit to... You can't get that off the rack, the size he is. It was all tattered, Tom. <laughs> he didn't fit in it. He was busting oh, out of okay. it. okay. Have you uh, never seen this movie? I'm going to give you a quick synopsis. The movie was only 70 minutes long. <laughs> okay. Uh, first, you see a curtain and a man comes out. Frankenstein. No, just this other man. I think he plays another role in the movie later on, but I can't tell because all the men look the same. Okay. Uh, and he came out and he was just like, this movie is very scary. Uh, this is the story of Frankenstein. I wanted to start the episode with his speech, but you were like, nobody will understand that <laughs> yeah, reference. I was like, nobody's getting a reference to a movie from the 30s. Um well, it's Franken. It's not like it's not like Yeah, it's uh, Frankenstein, but we're doing an episode about Frankenstein. Neither of us knew the movie starts with a warning. Yeah, and then he's like, uh, if if you can't handle this, well, well, we warned you. Yeah. And yeah. this was back in the days where getting so scared could kill you, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh A lot of these people probably just had infections, right? Yeah. <laughs> like they were people, just going in people who died of like nervous disorder. <laughs> yeah. And stuff. It's like, no, you had like... Oh, we gave him the tonic. <laughs> we gave him a, a a heaping spoonful of nervous tonic, but but yet he died anyway. Um, it starts and there's a... There, everything takes forever in this movie, which is why this <laughs> synopsis is going to go really... Because like four things happen, but like every scene is like 25 minutes long. Okay. There's a, uh, there's a funeral for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see uh, Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein, of course. Henry Frankenstein. Henry Frankenstein and Igor. But get this. Yeah. His name's not Igor. He's, he's a guy named Fritz. Okay. And he's a hunchback assistant. <laughs> yeah, and there's no assistant in the book. He wasn't in the book at all? There's no Igor. There's no Fritz. It's like nobody even knows about the monster except for Frankenstein uh, and the people the monster kills. Fritz helps him out a lot. Fritz is kind of a simple man. Okay. Um, and uh, I really think uh, Frankenstein, the doctor, is uh, taking advantage of him. Yeah, Making probably. him work on this project. Well, Frankenstein, the doctor, is a real shithead. Yeah. They're always peering over things. Okay. So, like, they're watching... Uh, the first, the first words, uh, you know, there's a there's a funeral, and then you see uh, Fritz. Let's just call him Igor, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. And uh, Frankenstein, the doctor, they uh, they peer over the gate. They're always peering over things, and then uh, and Igor makes like a noise, and uh, and uh, Frankenstein goes, "Quiet, you fool!" <laughs> well, that's just making it worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then everybody leaves, and then they go, and they. Uh, this this guy, uh, the grave digger, mm-hmm. he uh, he uh, 
buries his body for like 15 minutes. It's just this guy. And <laughs> just then, one long take? Yeah, and then he lights a corn cob pipe okay. for like a minute and a half and smokes the corn <laughs> pipe and then just walks off. Well, that used to pass for entertainment, just going to the <laughs> cinema and watching a man smoke a pipe. Yeah, it's crazy. On the big screen. And then uh, Igor... Fritz and uh, the, you know, uh, and uh, the Frankenstein, the doctor, mm-hmm. they dig up the body for another like fifteen minutes, and okay. then it, then it fades out, and then uh, then uh, his his fiance mm-hmm. gets a, a a letter from uh, from Frankenstein, the doctor Frankenstein, <laughs> and uh, it's like, hey, I'm in this uh, like old uh, castle or this abandoned watchtower or something, yeah. Uh, I'm working on my experiments. Don't come here. And then this guy, Victor, who's mm. not Victor Frankenstein, his friend Victor, okay. comes in and starts trying to make time with his fiance. Oh, man. He's like, uh, you should be with me instead, even yeah. though they're, you know, they're, they're presumably or purportedly friends. Who is handsomer, though? They looked exactly the same. <laughs> okay. And then, uh,. And they go and they're like, well, let's go to the thing. And they find this. In the meantime, Igor uh, goes to this, uh, this doctor is teaching medical students about brains. Okay. And he's like, here is a perfect normal brain. And here is a an abnormal brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in these jars on my <laughs> so desk. So these are what, fourth year medical school students? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, they're on my desk. Come and look at them anytime. Class dismissed, and everybody <laughs> leaves. And uh, the whole time, who's peering uh, over the thing, over the wall? By oh, Igor, peering. Fritz, um, and everybody leaves. Nobody looks at the brains like the doctor, like the teacher yeah, told them to. They got other classes to go to. And uh, there's a uh, he uh, he picks up the brain in a jar called Normal Brain. <laughs> right? It's got this big <laughs> yeah. sticker on it. This is Normal Brain. He picks it up and then he turns around and a ske- there's a skeleton there because it's like an anatomy class, yeah. and he gets spooked and he drops it. It's pretty funny actually, and so he just takes the the brain in the jar called abnormal, abnormal brain. brain. And they bring that back and then uh, uh, his fiance and uh, the the Victor and the doctor, the the guy that was teaching the class, mm-hmm. they all go to the the watchtower or wherever. <laughs> And they're How like the guy teacher of class get involved. He was doc. He was Doctor Frankenstein's teacher back in the day. You see. Yeah, but he wasn't mad at Igor for stealing a brain. He didn't know. He, uh, here's what happened. Uh, uh, Doctor Frankenstein's fiance Elizabeth uh-huh. and uh, his friend, quote unquote, Victor. They go to this doctor and they're like, "Your student's gone mad. You have to come oh, tell us not tell him not to do whatever experiment he's doing." They show up there. He's like, ah, fuck you guys. Stop showing up here. I'm doing my experiments. (laughs) Fine, actually. I'm not harming anybody. Yeah, actually, come in. And they invite him in. He invites them in, and he's like, sit down. Actually, uh, the doctor goes to take a look uh, because the the body, the the monster who's Uh not alive yet, is under the sheet on a table. And the the doctor tries to look at it, and Igor Igor goes, don't touch that. And then he starts fighting the guy. There's a lot of <laughs> scuffling and stuff. All right. And then, uh, and then he makes them all sit down. And then uh, it rises. Uh, the the body rises to the top. Oh uh, yeah. On we a all, pulley oh, system, yeah. it gets struck by lightning. And then uh, uh, Doctor Frankenstein says, uh, 
It's alive. You remember yeah, that? It's from alive. The, yeah. You say nobody knows this movie. Everybody says well, it's alive. People know that. They don't know the warning at the beginning. And he says, now, now I know what it feels like to be God. Oh, wow. He, he says really that. put they, a, a fine point on it. Yeah, they had to <laughs> cut that out for like 50 years. <laughs> like oh, It was really? only re- restored in like 1988. <laughs> like American society was ready for that line. Uh, and there's this guy named Burgomaster. <laughs> Is he in the book? The Burgermaster? No, I thought it was Burgermaster. I was like, this movie's about to get good. The Burgomaster is like the mayor or something. And no. he comes by uh, uh, Frankenstein's dad is this rich guy, yeah. Baron. Uh, and the in Burgermaster. The book, nobody even knows what the hell Frankenstein's up to. Oh, yeah. The Burgermaster comes to Frankenstein's dad and he's like, hey, when's your son getting married? We're all uh, excited about it. And mm-hmm. like, we want to have a party. The townspeople do. Uh, and Frankenstein's dad is just like, treats him like an asshole, and I can't figure out why. <laughs> he's like, uh, he's like talking about him in the, as if he's not there to the servants. Like, oh, this burgomaster is a real idiot. <laughs> oh. I don't understand. The guy's maybe a big, fat maybe, jerk. Maybe there's another cut scene. Yeah. Uh, and so anyway, uh, Igor Fritz, I guess, uh, comes by Frankenstein the monster with a torch mm-hmm. the, the monster starts going crazy and they're like oh no yeah it um, hates fire and uh so they chain him up mm. Dr. Frankenstein and now the doctor who taught him is his friend now I guess yeah they chain him up and Igor goes to where he's chained up and uh taunts him with the fire because wow, he's kind of a simple guy <laughs> and Frankenstein the monster breaks loose and, and murders him hangs him oh wow and they find him later, and they're like, oh, no. And then uh, Frankenstein, I think, gets loose or something. Well, long story short, oh, no, no, no. Uh, Dr. Frankenstein's like, I'm going to get out of here. And he says to the his doctor friend, hey, uh, you kill him. <laughs> so the doctor's like, all right, I'm going to kill him. Fine, Guess I what? Guess. Just, as, just as the doctor's trying to kill him, Frankenstein <laughs> kills the doctor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this Frankenstein's very strong. And he leaves, and he's just roaming the countryside. And then... Uh, Dr. Frankenstein's like, all right, let's get married now. <laughs> well, our problems are solved. Yeah, because yeah, he doesn't like know he, that, that his he... doctor friend got killed. He thinks the monster's dead. Why? And that the doctor's going to- Based on what evidence? Because he was like, hey, doctor, you'll just kill this monster, <laughs> yeah. and then you'll come to my wedding in a couple hours? And the doctor <laughs> right. was like, okay, cool. And then she's like, we'll start the wedding real quick. And then you, and then uh, the monster kills the other doctor, and then he's roaming around. But they're get they're like, oh, it's time to get married. But uh, the the uh, the fiance, the bride, I guess at this point, mm-hmm. uh, she she uh, she's not his sister, by the way, or his cousin. Okay. I think she's just a lady. Well, why is he even attracted to her? Unknown, oh, not explained. Uh, She's like, oh, the, something's wrong. I think this monster's loose, and she has no idea. Yeah. Right? She's, what does she know? She's a telepath. He's like, all right, we'll wait for the doctor to come here, yeah. and then we'll get married. Then he'll tell we'll you. Wait to for tell him, him to come here with uh, the monster's severed head. Exactly. The monster looks scary, too, Tom. He's got a flat top head. Yeah. Uh, and bolts in his neck. So, anyway, the monster's roaming the countryside, mm-hmm. and he, uh, then you see this farmer guy and a little girl. And uh, he's like, and the little girl's like, "Won't you play with me, Daddy?" And he's like, "That's enough playing for today. I have to go to town for something." I don't know. Yeah. And so, like, it's Sell like some this. Grain. It's like this seven-year-old girl or something. 
And he's like, all right. And she's like, oh, and like it's a it's a very loving uh, father daughter thing. He's like, I'll see you later when I come back. And then he kisses her on the mouth. <laughs> Which, if it was a real father-daughter thing, whatever, but it's like... But those are two actors. Yeah, it's, it's like, hey, I got the role. I kiss a seven-year-old girl on the mouth. <laughs> yeah, somebody, a stranger. Yeah. So anyway, uh, she's so she's playing by herself. She's throwing uh, flowers in the lake. Yeah, I like to do that And watching them float. Mm-hmm. And uh, Frankenstein, the monster, comes up, and she gets it. Get this, she's not even scared of him. She's uh, like, "Hey, you want to play?" Because she has a pure heart. Yeah, and she gives him some flowers, and they're throwing them in, and he watches them float, and they're going back and forth. And he runs out of flowers, so he picks up the little girl mm-hmm. and throws her in the lake, <laughs> thinking she's gonna float. She drowns, oh, and there's no. a whole thing. They had to cut that part out. Yeah, like uh, yeah, <laughs> again, that's pretty until, like, dark. 1988. Um, but uh, there's this whole thing about how they had to do like a hundred takes or like many takes uh, before they got the one they needed, and this little girl couldn't swim. <laughs> um, and the take that they used, you can't even see her. They're like, they finally got the perfect take <laughs> that is that is a classic <laughs> take. Her of out of like, frame. Yeah, like the Frankenstein's blocking her. I don't understand. But the 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 director promised her uh, any snack she wanted. Uh, if she would do more takes oh. of drowning. Well, but, she was... but did he preface it with, uh, let me be clear, these are 1930s snacks. Yeah, I think she was well aware of that because what she wanted was 12 hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> her favorite snack. It's <laughs> disgusting. Eat all at once. Yeah, but guess what he gave her? Two dozen uh, oh, hard-boiled man. eggs because she did such a good job. Wow. So anyway, the, the and all she had to do was uh, kiss a strange old man on the mouth and drown a bunch of times. <laughs> and two dozen hard-boiled eggs were hers. So the town, so the Frankenstein's are really rich. The family, right? So the mm-hmm. the Baron comes out and he's like, "Hello, peasants! Uh, I'm gonna give you beer," and they're yeah. all cheering for beer. He's like, "And we're celebrating uh, my son's wedding." Um, and just as they're all celebrating and everything, there's there's dancing in the streets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the farmer guy is carrying the corpse of his daughter. Uh, he's he's like, not in a mood to celebrate. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, there's been a murder. And I forget who they think it is. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> then Frankenstein comes and tries to murder. Uh, the monster tries to come and murder the doctor and his wife. Yeah. Or his fiance, whatever, the bride. Um, but... You know, and he, he gets away, and then everybody figures out, oh, this monster probably killed that little girl. Mm. And then all the townspeople go after him with torches because he's afraid of fire. Um, and then uh, the one thing is they, they bring these dogs with them. Mm-hmm. Last 10 minutes of this movie is nothing but dogs howling <laughs> so loud. It's like, we get it. There are dogs there. Can we put yeah. the dogs a little quieter in the mix, guys? I we understand it. The dogs are like Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, they go into this like old mill or something because uh, there's a windmill, yeah. And uh, Dr. Frankenstein chases them in there. And it's just the two of them and the door gets locked. Um, and then Frankenstein like beats the hell out of him and throws him off the balcony and he hits the windmill and then falls to the ground. And everybody's like, bring this doctor back to the town or whatever. And you uh-huh. think he's dead. And then they burn Frankenstein alive in this windmill 
and he's just running around screaming and shrieking. <laughs> it's the most. It's horrible, Tom. <laughs> he's just like it's just like a guy like ah, 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 and like it's it's like a four minute scene of him just like right. He's Burning. terrified of fire. Yeah. He's getting burned. He's burned to death. So they burn him to death. And then at the end, uh, you see the doctor Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. He's recovering, but they couldn't get the actor back. The actor went; he left Hollywood or something, and went to like. And they were like, "Oh, we had to end it not with uh, ambiguous whether or not the the doctor died." So he's out of focus in the corner in a bed, and then his dad, the Baron, this asshole who was really <laughs> mad, mean to the Burgermeister for for some reason. Uh-huh. Uh, there's all these. Uh, servants there and he drinks wine in front of them uh but he doesn't give them any and he's like to my son let's enjoy this wine well you guys wouldn't appreciate it i'll drink it and it's just him drinking wine and then the movie ends (laughs) and he's he's cheersing his son who created a monster that killed a little girl yeah i think what this was this is probably like this is like depression era right yeah maybe this is like trying to get people to turn against the rich yeah, maybe. I mean, that's like a big, it's not dwelled upon in the book. Well, it's not dwelled upon, I think, because like Mary Shelley was like idol rich. Um, but so, she was like a, but a, but a wee uh, little yeah, girl she when was, she wrote it. Well, she was like, I think 18 when she yeah, wrote it. Yeah, but like, that's more than I ever did. Oh, yeah, but she was still like, you know, had a life of leisure in front of her. Like, she was very rich. Right. So I think she wrote a character that she could like identify with, but didn't realize like, oh, this guy's just like a real asshole. Like, he's just always having nervous fits, and uh, like he doesn't have a job. He just like tinkers around with like old shit he found from the slaughterhouse all day. Yeah. Like and he the, feels like he's like, hey, don't bother me. I'm doing my experiments. Yeah, I mean, there's like, I get to do what I want. <laughs> do you a, know who I am? Do you know who my daddy is? Yeah, you know, this is the kind of kid that's, uh, you know, uh, burning ants with a magnifying glass a few years before, and now he's like, I'm gonna make life. Um, yeah, he wants to be they're, God. They're all real jerks, and like Mary Shelley was criticized. Mary Shelley was criticized for. Uh, something I noticed in the book, which is the captain, Victor Frankenstein, and the monster Frankenstein all speak the same way. <laughs> it's very confusing to read. Uh, if this Frankenstein's so articulate. He reads uh, Paradise Lost while he's out in the woods watching really? his family. Yeah, wow. and and he really identifies with Satan. Does he? Yeah. Wow. He's like, ah, Satan's not such a bad from, guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, he did what he had to. I'll do what I have to. Do you think Satan's an incel? Do you <laughs> uh, think this whole thing is just like, man, if I could just get laid, I'd maybe. extinguish all these fires. I mean, and Dr. Frankenstein just needed to tell, just needed to either uh, keep his promise to Frankenstein or kill Frankenstein. He always talks about how he's like, oh, if Frankenstein comes, boy, I'm going to beat the hell out of him. But it's like, no, you're away. not. Yeah. Frankenstein's eight feet tall, and you've never even fought him. Mm-hmm. And everybody Frankenstein's fought, I mean, granted, they're either, like, women or, uh, you know, like a 16-year-old sickly boy. He's very easily strangled to death. Yeah. Well, uh, I think both the monster and the man, Frankenstein, a couple of jerks. 
I would argue <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein's the real monster. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can also support the show by going to tcgte.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping and tcgte.com slash pledge for our Patreon where you can get uh, weekly bonus episodes of things like Fast Food Friday and Justice League Minute and You Look Marvelous, all kinds of different shows. And you get the whole back catalog when you sign up too. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me on those things at your pal, Tim. And, uh, Hey, how about, uh, leaving us an iTunes review if you got a minute? Yeah. We haven't asked for that in a while. Yeah. And, uh, look, not to be this doctor. Month we're doing a research for Halloween month. Yeah. Not for, not to be all, you know, uh, unappreciative Dr. Frankenstein's about this, mm. but yeah, why not? Rate and review. Yeah. Uh, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, who do you like better, uh, the Frankenstein from the book, mm-hmm. the Frankenstein from the movie, or Herman Munster? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, Herman Munster. Yeah, he's a Frankenstein. He is. Yeah, he's a Frankenstein. He's not the Frankenstein. Uh, but I mean, it was like it was super interesting to read this book it's it's considered the f- the first science fiction book by a lot of people is it good uh it is good like <laughs> yeah, right. no it is it sounded it, bad to me the way that you talked about no, it no the thing was like the fact that i was so mad at these characters tells you that they're realistically portrayed like i wasn't mad that like ah this is written poorly like the characters were so fleshed out that i was like no this sounds like an at this sounds like a, a real asshole like i know people like this yeah. i know people like frankenstein's monster um so yeah i mean isn't me tom like Am i said I they're the most like frankenstein's monster there were so i don't know do you go around do you follow people around killing them unless they make you a, a bride Mm. Actually, he doesn't even say bride. He's like, I just want a woman. Just make a woman who's real ugly like me so nobody will take her. And then she'll be mine. And like Dr. Frankenstein's thing, and he's like, you know, when like when he's trying to make her, he's like, yeah, what if I make this woman? And she takes one gander at Frankenstein the monster and is like, ooh, woof. Uh, you know, and why would he's got she? a lot of problems on his hands? <laughs> yeah, and there'd be some human man that would be like, "Uh, oh, you know what? I like her. I got yeah, a weird... I like her. Yeah, she's eight feet tall. I'm into it. Mm. Um, weird and yeah, and weird. Uh, and yeah, so but still, Doctor Frankenstein just should have been up front, or should have made a harder effort to kill the monster, and also shouldn't have. Lost track of the monster in the first goddamn place. Or maybe this can can serve as a cautionary tale. All you people out there, don't make monsters. Don't make monsters. That's, that's as simple as that. And if you do make a monster, don't run out of your house as soon as it comes to life and then have a nervous fit when when you come back and it's gone. And then when it starts killing like everybody you love, be like, oh, man, it's a real shame. I don't know who did that. It's a great life lesson. We'll see you next week. For more of Halloween Month. Month. Next week's going to be a good one, too. We did. It's a stunt episode, Tom. Yeah, live, on location. Kind of, a little bit. Well, it's not live, but it was on location. Yeah, I mean, we were on location for it. We'll yeah. talk more about it la- next week. So not last. check it out. See you next week. 
That was a HeadGum Podcast.